boy, thankfully I'm in the fishing. Yeah, buddy turn his studio into a kitchen. He said, anybody welcome. If you come in here hungry, you gon' leave full when you listen. It's right, boy, we got that sound pack for nutrition. What's up, fam? My name is Scott Smith. Welcome to the Time is Ripe podcast. This is episode zero, the teaser, the trailer about this brand new thing that we are putting together. I am in the ripe apartment, the ripe palace, the ripe domain <laughs> um, with this guy by the name of Jared Moses. More Shout like out to Mr. Top dungeon. Mop. How you doing, Jared? I'm good, bro. <laughs> it's good to have you here. Um, we are down in Upper Darby area, you know, near Drexel Hill, a little bit west, southwest. I don't know, something like that. Kind of Philly, but not technically. Yeah, it's like Philly, but not Philly. Philly but we're in the Philadelphia area, and uh, we are in this illustrious apartment recording our first ever uh, Time is Ripe podcast episode zero, and this is a dream come true, y'all. Um, if you have been here before on a Ripe podcast, you are probably familiar with Coming in Ripe, and we started that all the way back in 2020. We did it for about a year. And it has been over a year since our last episode and, um, you know, kind of held out hope for a while that we would bring it back. Um, But there's just been a lot of changes, a lot of, you know, seasons of life shifting for myself, Josh and Dan. And we kind of got to the point where we realized we weren't going to be able to continue coming to Ripe in any type of functional way. Maybe eventually we'll have other episodes over there, Um, but really felt a burden to start this this new concept and uh, I just want to shout out Jarrett because without him, this would not be possible because I don't know anything about technology at all. Um, and Jarrett was kind of kind enough to say, hey, what if you come down to my apartment? We record it right here where I already have the mics and let's make something happen. So uh, it feels very good to be on this side of a microphone again for a podcast and one with, I think, this much excitement around it for me and purpose and value, hopefully that we can communicate to all of you our listeners so i'm excited yeah definitely i think like every time you've mentioned this to anyone in ripe or otherwise like they they get excited even if they don't know about like the previous right podcast like they're excited because they want to hear about it because there's so many things that like people will be a part of that they'll, they'll see what ripe is doing but they also don't see what ripe is doing there's so many things that people who are around ripe don't see yep yeah that's a fact yeah we've been Basically, over the last two weeks, I have been staying up late a lot, <laughs> thinking about time is right, and writing things down and coming up with ideas and concepts and thinking about even this trailer. You know, like this trailer has kept me up trying to get ready to be here for this exact thing that we're doing right now uh, because I'm just so excited. I'm like a little kid running into Christmas day um, to unwrap all the presents of what time is ripe is going to be. And, um, you know, I'm just really excited, but leading up to this point, I needed to talk to a lot of different people. Like I definitely had to talk to Dan and Josh in particular, cause we were doing a podcast mm-hmm. together before and kind of get their permission slash blessing to launch a new podcast. And both of them were like, dude, this sounds killer. Like this is perfect. This is in line with what you're doing overall, um, with ripe creatives. So like you should go do this. And then some of the artists on our team, talking to them, they're like, yo, this is a great idea. I want to be on it. You know, I can't wait to be on it. This is going to be great. Um, So it's just been like across the board, positive reinforcement of time is ripe is a necessary thing 
in this season of life. So I'm really excited to get this thing moving. Oh, yeah. Okay, so why? Oh, we're why? answering the why. Why? Why time is right. Why the name or why the podcast? Uh, Let's start with the name because you kind of already explained why for the podcast. Yeah. Um. I mean, we got a lot more to say about the the whole the whole idea too, but yeah, the the name "Time Is Ripe" is actually we were thinking about calling "Coming in Ripe" "Time Is Ripe" two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it came down to "Time Is Ripe" and "Coming in Ripe," and I'm so glad we used "Coming in Ripe" for that because it was such it was part of the entire mantra of that podcast. Like it was just comedy, comedy. It was like comical. It was ridiculous. It was hilarious. You know, the welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to the Coming in Right podcast. You know, that's how we started every episode. And this one, I think, is going to have a little bit more of a, you know, serious tone to it. Not saying that we won't goof off and have conversations that create laughs. But, you know, the purpose of this is to go back in time with something that happened in Ripe and share the story. And so the name kind of just made sense from it's like, man, the time is ripe. You know, that we're going back in time and we're talking about something that happened in the ripe community, an event that we hosted or an event that we went to that our artists got booked for. And we want to share that story, that update um, with people who listen to the podcast. And so it's kind of just made sense to call it that, um, especially considering we already have the branding from before that we were thinking about using. Um, but yeah, for me, this is really an opportunity Um for us to find a consistent way um, to thank and update our financial partners and donors by way of storytelling. Mm-hmm. So, like people know this, I raise resources to do ripe creatives um, that you know helps cover my salary for the work that I do, but also helps us fund our events and be able to do the outreaches and all that kind of stuff. So, one of the things that I stink at is fundraising. Um, mainly because I don't do a great job of communicating with the people who give to support this whole thing. And part of that is because I hate writing. So it takes me like a month of my life to write a six-month newsletter. And it is a miserable process for me. I try to do the best I can. I'm not a graphic designer, so I'm like trying to find templates on Canva and convert them to pages. And it's like a horrible situation. Because I'm not really good at it. Um, But what I felt was, you know, on the newsletters, we do one of those every six months or so. Right. We might have six or seven pages on this newsletter sharing everything that's happening. New people that are joining Ripe, um, people that have transitioned out, changes that are happening, um, the events that we did, the places we've gone, the people we've impacted, a financial update, uh, you know, basically all prayer requests, the whole nine, right? And dates that are on the horizon. And what I found is we might have a section for an event that we did Mm -hmm. that might be a paragraph, if it was really, really like a lot to say. It might be two sentences. It might literally be a word in a sentence where all we're saying, we're just naming that we did this thing instead of explaining anything about it just for the sake of brevity. Mm-hmm. on a seven-page newsletter, whereas that one little word on the newsletter could have been a 15-minute conversation with somebody about how impactful that day was. Yeah, one little one little event could have been like a thousand stories for each of our artists or any person there involved with Ripe. For sure. 
And so this is kind of a way to expand on communicating to the people that make all this stuff possible what they're actually supporting. You know, when you invest and you give generously to support our work, here's what's actually happening because of your generosity. And so that's kind of the target audience in mind. That's not to say anybody else can't listen to this thing. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's definitely like if we have a target audience, it's our current supporters and financial partners. My plan is to take the link for this podcast, Spotify, Apple, and just email it to all of our supporters every time we drop an episode. And hopefully um, for some of you, that's that's why you're here right now is because you partner and support uh, Ripe Creatives. Yeah. And, and even... Once uh, episodes start dropping, throw it in that ripe line. Uh, what's the number you want to throw that in? Oh, geez. Uh, community line. Heck yeah. The text app. It's 215-273-3540. I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. That 215-273-3540. You can text that. Um, time is ripe, and we'll know that you heard about it through the podcast, and we will text you back. And you can save our contact, and then you can get the actual links to these episodes whenever they drop. So we are not dependent upon the algorithm. Hallelujah. <laughs> I was right. 215-273-3540. Look, God. So so hand in hand with who you're uh, launching this for, why is it you're excited to actually launch this? Like, why are you trying to get this out for them specifically. Like I understand it's to go more in depth from the newsletter, but is there more to it than that? Yeah, I think I think partially why I've been so excited because it does kill a lot of different birds with one stone or it picks a lot of different fruit off of the tree, you know, or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> trying to come up with something there. Whatever the ripe orchard <laughs> analogy will be. Yeah, this. right. Um, but I, for me, I'm a verbal processor. Everybody who knows me knows that, right? That... I talk a lot and I talk through things and I try to use conversation to establish my beliefs around a particular thing. Um, You know, I don't really just sit in silence a lot and think I have to talk things out. It's just the way that I've been built. Yeah, that's how you're wired. You know, it's just kind of weird part of me. But what I often do is like I will, you know, write out a Facebook post, right? But I'm not a writer, so it takes me forever to do that kind of stuff, and I'm processing as I'm writing, but it's way more valuable for me to process, you know, in conversation. Um, So one of the things that, like, Ripe does, people probably don't even know that we do this, but after literally almost every single event that we ever go to, that we ever throw, or that we ever go do, we debrief as a team after the event. Everything, like, in terms of how, you know, each of us did individually, what things felt like they went well, things we could have improved on, mm-hmm. um, things that, you know, we were too long on this set, we were, you know, not honoring the next artist because we went over our time, whatever. Like, we process out stuff after every event. And a lot of those conversations center around the testimonies, kids that we interacted with, adults that we had conversations with that they were really impacted by something that happened. And we've had a lot of crazy things happen in our shows. We've had people get physically healed, like during performances, which is crazy. Um, Hopefully we can get to share that story with you guys eventually. We've had people obviously place their faith and confidence in Jesus. 
We've had people that were like wandering away from their faith, come back. We've had people come up to us and be like, man, I feel like I'm supposed to do what you guys do. Do you have any advice? We've had young people come up and then actually turn out their artists and then they get connected to us. They end up performing at our events. I mean, it's like crazy, you know, whenever you think about all the stuff that, that happens at any individual show and you know, like there's a ton of value in those conversations, like, but we've never shared any of those conversations with anybody outside of the people who are actually on those calls. Like we've never put that information out there outside of me, like typing out some crazy Facebook thing. But on Facebook, it's like either people see it or they don't. Whereas this, I think is creating a catalog of stories that we can send to our partners and supporters and say, Hey, do you want to hear about this event that we did? Here's the podcast episode that'll at least give you more of a taste than three lines on Facebook. You know, that's very true. So, like, I know this, but everyone else doesn't. Like, we don't always get to do events very often. Like, sometimes we'll be like slam packed, like for like two months straight, and then other times we'll have like a month of dead time. So, like, what actually like is the rhythm of this whole thing that we're trying to do? How often are we actually trying to post? Like weekly, monthly, just per event? Like, what are yeah. we feeling? I actually think that this is one of the best things about this as a juxtaposing with coming in, right? Because I think something that happened with our old podcast, and if you're here and you're like, you guys had an old podcast, we did. It was 31 episodes. It was ridiculous. It's hysterical. Um, but one of the things that happened is we started a Patreon on that, and we had a commitment to churn out an episode every other week for Patreon. And the goal was to do an episode weekly. So for main feed, Patreon, main feed, Patreon. Well, then eventually we got to the point where we couldn't maintain that. And we were skipping the main feed episodes because we had to do the Patreon episode because we made a promise. And with this, there are no promises being made. <laughs> <laughs> like this, we will be as consistent or inconsistent as we need to be because we're only going to shoot episodes when there's a story to tell. So we're not going to come into the room and try to conjure up, oh, we should, you know, what should we talk about? Like, we're not doing that on this on this pod. Like, if we're coming to this room, to Jarrett's uh, podcast palace, right, it's because there's a reason to get here. Um, there's, there's people that want to share stories with our audience and with our supporters and donors and all those types of people. There's a reason to be in the room. So that's why we're coming to the room to share. Yeah. Um, which I think is going to free us all up from feeling a burden of like, oh, dang, we got to get this done. Nah, like we only are going to do these whenever there's something to share, which I think I think is going to be healthier um, for everybody in our community that's, that's going to be a part of this thing. Yeah, I love that thought process. Like it, it takes like you said, it takes the pressure off like it, it makes it just feel more natural to actually get it done. So since we're sharing all these stories, um, who is it that's actually going to share the stories? Are we wanting to like share stories, like anything that we hear? Are we just going to explain it or like who's going to be on here to explain those stories? Yeah. I mean, similarly, there's no pressure on anybody in our community, but our hope is that, you know, we're going to throw out a date that we had to the entire ripe community that was there that got to be a part of it. So for instance, right, like we did a show back in April, uh, Temple University, Right. And we'll invite everybody that was on that gig. Um, and we'll want to have Demir on that one in particular because that was kind of a big night for him 
That was his first ever college show. It was something he was super passionate about doing. And a lot of things happened that night that were really important. So, like, if we did an episode on Temple U, it would be with Demir. I don't know if we'll do an episode on Temple U, but as an example. Um, So the hope is, like, whoever was in the room for that thing would be on the podcast episode about that thing. So it doesn't really make sense, you know, to just have me and you on everything with Mm -hmm. nobody else in the room. Um, for it to be, you know, different people who were in that experience sharing their perspective about that experience and us being able to dialogue um, it out. I, I definitely think there's probably going to be a lot of times where it is just me and you, you know, where we, we aren't able to get somebody over here, you know, in the time frame where we need to get the episode out. But um, I think it'll be good, man. I, I think it's, to me, this this just, it's so potent of a thing because it's a great area of weakness for us as ripe creatives, which is sharing updates, sharing stories. And it's also an opportunity for us to introduce our people who support ripe creatives to the larger community of ripe. Mm -hmm. You know, my hope is we have different people in the podcast palace that we can, we can give you their voice too. Right. And you can be like, Oh dang, who's that? Do they have music out? They probably do. (laughs) Cause that's our community. Right. And for you to get introduced to some people, but it won't be an interview, right? We're not going to be interviewing them about their life and their story. There's other podcasts where that stuff is going to happen out there that they're going to be on. But for this, we're specifically wanting to share, like, what is God doing in Ripe? What did he do at that event? And I think going event by event helps us have a clear catalog of what we're trying to do, which I think is really special. So different people on different episodes is kind of the hope. Yeah. So that that pretty much like all up to this point has said why we're doing the podcast, but like, do we? What's the expectation with doing the podcast? Like, I know that we want to like share with donors and stuff, but is is there more to it that we're actually like thinking could happen? Yeah, yeah. Like, what are the outcomes? Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely to say thank you to supporters, like you said. I mean, that that's the biggest one for sure. Um, from the sense of like a practical thing is like we want to say thank you to the people that have made these stories possible because Ripe Creatives is 100% funded by the generosity of others. People probably think that our events help fund it. No, we lose money on our events. <laughs> we, yes. we don't, we, our events are an investment. They are not something that like funds us um, because, you know, we try to make things accessible for people in, in the city. So Ripe Creatives um, is a nonprofit and we are definitely getting no profit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fact. Um, but I'd say one of the outcomes that has given me a lot of excitement to do this is the the idea that, you know, people will be blessed by the stories that are shared. Yeah. You know, I in a broader sense, in the artist community, artist Christian community, there's a lot of deconstruction that's been happening in the last few years. A lot of people were saying, look, I'm deconverting. I don't want to follow Jesus anymore. Um, and I'm like, that's the opposite of our community. Like our community, it has been people being like, I believe in Jesus more now. (laughs) I want to walk more faithfully with Jesus because of this community that I'm a part of and the church that I'm a part of. And, you know, the the decision to be faithful to my walk. Like I feel like ripe in a lot of ways is in a healthier place, not a less healthy place, you know, than a few years ago. And so for me, like I think sharing stories, testimonies, that's encouraging to people. Like, we need encouraging things. We need uplifting, positive stories, not to be Caleb, right? But, like, (laughs) we need good things being shared, not just people dogging on 
whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like we need more stuff like this that's sharing good news with people. Um, and so that excites me, you know, because, I mean, the Bible talks about like we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, right? Blood of the lamb being Jesus's sacrifice on the cross, his blood being shed to take away our sin and declare us righteous so we can be in relationship with the Father, you know, sealed by the Holy Spirit, but also in that, the word of our testimony. And I think, you know, testimonies can be the moments we came to faith, right? Like, when did you get saved? How were you born again? Hallelujah. You know, when did you get (laughs) delivered, healed, whatever. But I think every day can be a testimony. Yes. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that every event that we do, there's a testimony and multiple testimonies that come out of everything that we touch, everything that we do. When we're around people, people's lives get changed because we carry the presence of Jesus and Jesus changes people. And so for me, that's the thing that gets me most excited is could somebody be encouraged by the time is right? You know, that they jump on and they hear a little story that encourages them to keep going, that God is alive, that he's real, that he does still, you know, move and shake and work in people's lives. I think those testimonies can be a place of overcoming for people, you know? Yeah. Honestly, I don't really know what else there is to explain about this before we, like, go into an actual episode. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the only thing I just want to say, and, you know, this is one of our core values in Ripe, is honor. Um, But, Jared, I I have to say this publicly on this podcast. The only reason why this is happening is because you're here and you're willing to do this. So I want to say thank you publicly because, you know, one of the biggest hurdles we had with coming in right was recording, having the equipment, us all having to bring our own equipment to a centralized spot to record. And then the back end of editing and uploading, like in space on computers and like all that kind of stuff, like that was the hardest part. Like we would record an episode and it wouldn't come out for three weeks just because nobody had time to get it done. And that's not going to be the case here. Um, And so I'm just so thankful uh, that you would, you know, join us. I mean, you're obviously in right, but take some of your energy time, even computer RAM or whatever it's called and say, (laughs) hey, you know, like, let's let's make this happen. Let's record this and your skills, your skill set. Right. Like, you know how to take audio go back through, edit it, make it sound good, and plop it out onto the interwebs. And I can't do that. Like, Mm -hmm. I can sit here and talk behind a microphone, but I have no idea what all those little crazy bars are on your computer right now that show (laughs) the level of my volume. Um, Thank you for doing this. Uh, Make sure you check out uh, Jarrett Topmop Productions. He's got a YouTube channel as well. He does reviews on a whole bunch of equipment. He has, like, covers and also original songs on there that people he's recorded. Um, and just so everybody knows who the heck Jared is, I probably should have started with this, but Jared is our sound engineer for Ripe. Literally every event that we do where we're not going to somebody else's space and you know they have their own sound, sound engineers, if we're throwing the event, Jared is there. Um, he does all of our creatives events. He did our outreach um, this past you know couple weeks ago in Germantown. Um, you know, he did the Good Soil event. He was even doing front of house at Creation Fest last summer. That was fun. <laughs> um, you know, like in front of all these thousands of people and all that kind of stuff. Jared was the guy that we took out to run sound. So him and I connected in 2019, December 2019. It's wild how far we've come since that conversation he, that night. Yeah, and, and really we it was one night 
so I'm sorry. I, I this is one of those stories, right? <laughs> this is supposed to just be a trailer and teaser, but for the sake of you know setting the the stage, so Jared only came to that creatives event because somebody else didn't make it. Yeah, Jeremy Catry. Yeah, yeah. He cat, he, cat attack. he could not. He knew that like the sound system was not his forte, so he's like, "Bro, do you want to just come do it?" And originally he was like, "Yeah, it's like fifty bucks." you can have however much you want i was like bro just give me like 25 i guess like we split it 50 50 because i'm like it's your place you're not getting paid to be here either so i'll just come out and help you ended up running the whole thing yeah he didn't even show up <laughs> jeremy didn't even come <laughs> he literally didn't come i think i had to sign the check over to to jared because jeremy didn't even show up but that <laughs> night you know jared and i worked together and it was jared works his butt off he just cares deeply about things being right and I'd had so many of other experiences with other sound people that that's just not the case. And I was like, can you just be my sound person forever? And Jerry was like, I don't know. Like, who are you? Like, he, <laughs> I thought I was so weird. Literally. <laughs> and um, that was like December 2019. A couple months later, I hit him up about doing an event. It, it would have been in May 2020. It, was, it would have been um, the biggest spoken word, Christian spoken word event in Philadelphia um, called Oracle's. That ended up getting canceled because of COVID. Yes. But, you know, that was like my next connection with Jarrett. And then um, the pandemic happened. And towards the fall of 2020 is whenever we started doing, all right, we want to do really good, high quality virtual live streams. And I called Jarrett again. And I was like, hey, will you come be a part of that? And really, you're only understanding of ripe was just creatives philly at that point still yeah i didn't know what ripe was like even after like coming out and doing the live streams i didn't know what ripe was for probably like six more months i know <laughs> and so, yeah and then i was like you know he's like what is ripe like what is what yeah is we it? had to have that whole conversation because I, like, I was oh, just yeah. so confused ripe is like what is responsible for creatives philly like creatives philly is just an event platform like yeah. ripe is the community behind it and we got connected and we've been connected ever since and so um i'm just yeah want to share even like that little testimony man it, it happened because somebody didn't show up right yeah. and that's how we got connected and now you know a couple years later we're sitting in your apartment um recording the first ever time is right uh episode zero the trailer the teaser and um yeah man this is a dream come true for me i i really believe that this is gonna make a big impact make a big difference on our community um, allow us to share a lot of stories with the people who actually make these things possible through their generosity. And I'm excited to do that. I'm excited to honor the people that honor us. And um, thank you for making this possible, man. It means a lot. I love Ripe. You know that. Everyone in the community, since like I've grown from creatives into everything else, like I just, everyone in Ripe, I like being around. It's and I like group. being a part of what they are. Yep, yep, yep. It's a good group of people. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today um, to episode zero. Hopefully this is something that you come back and listen to if you're ever confused about what the heck this thing is. And uh, yeah, um, we love y'all. And if you want to partner with us, support this whole podcast shenanigan, um, really support the entire uh, ministry of Ripe Creatives, uh, just jump on our website, www.ripecreatives.com. Um, and you can click the give button and partner with us, you know, and I, I know the majority of you that are listening to this, you already do that. And that's why you were sent this link. Um, but if you happen, happen to stumble along to this podcast, and you want to uh, support the work that we're doing in the city of Philadelphia. Uh, that is the easiest way to do that. We love y'all. Thank you for your time. 
And uh, until next time, stay right. Sheesh.